Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, everybody, welcome in to another edition of the Big Ten Show. He's the almost famous Adam Carricker. I'm the much less famous Jeff Turn. The Big Ten Show brought to you by Jacobson Seed Company, based out of Iowa, but all over the Midwest. You can check them out on their website, but more importantly, I just want to say this, Adam, because Jacobson is, is new to the Big Ten Show. And I just want everybody to understand what they're all about. When you go out and you get your seeds from Jacobson Seed Company, not only are they your hybrid advantage, it's like delivering Big Ten linemen to your fields. If you don't go through Jacobson Seed Co., you're only getting D2 dudes. 50-pound difference (laughs) per bushel, right? Like, trust me, man. There you go. That's all you need to know. 50 pounds more per bushel with the hybrid leader, our good friends, Jacobson Seed Co. All right, Adam. So today on the show, now that you've come back from your 17-week vacation. Thanks and, for rounding uh, down. Appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. Uh, we had last week, me and Cole had a great conversation about Northwestern. And we also discussed your and I's uh, thought process idea of adding playoffs within conferences to determine the conference champion. Now I assume have, he agreed with me. I assume so. He agreed with me. I forgot what, what you even do. said. I forgot what you even said. What's honest. a V-neck for? What is a V-neck for, Jeff? Uh, it's to act like you are working hard when you really are a slacker. Am I getting uh, better? N- no, not even close. Go back and watch previous <laughs> shows, folks. Help Jeff out. All right, go ahead. It's just a plug. <laughs> off to Spotify, YouTube. So Big Ten Media Days is coming up this week. And so Adam and I are going to have sort of like an SNL skit for you where we get to be the head coaches He's going to be the head coaches in the Big Ten West. I'm going to be the head coaches in the Big Ten East. We also have some comments from SEC Media Day last week that is very pertinent to the Big Ten. But Adam, I wanted to start today like the Big Ten Media Days, SEC Media Days, they've become multi-day spectacles on the networks, and everybody ascends on these locations uh, to get not only good sound clips, but to rack up the, the corporate debit card, get away from the office one more time, before we get to the regular season back when you were playing uh in this back in my day uh, uh, was 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 big 12 media days something was it a big deal what was it like it was something i found out that i was going to be partaking in like 48 hours before i dreaded every second of it because this may shock you i was very shy publicly i did not like public speaking i did not like the media because i'd been misquoted several times there are some fine folks in the media i've learned over the years jeff you're not one of them sorry um <laughs> i miss did you miss me while i was gone I pretending to be you. on vacation Paul was way too nice to me last <laughs> week man um so anyways, first of all, I dre- I, I, I'm so much better with heights. I dreaded the airplane flight. And then it was a small airplane. I hate to this day, if you want to freak me out, put me in a tight, dark space, and I will freak out. Okay, I'm much better with airplanes now, but it was not then. I hated the flight. I hated the tight space. I hated being in front of the media. Uh, and that, That's just the public speaking aspect. I was so nervous, and this was par for the course back then. I was, I'm a big guy. I mean, I sweat on this show, and I'm not nervous at all. I'm just having fun. But I was drenched in sweat. Like I had literally just walked out of the shower and just put my clothes on without ever drying, talking in front of all these cameras and bright lights. And so I couldn't wait for the thing to end. Needless to say, I have a little bit different mentality now. Uh, but yeah, my experience was short, quick, and I, it was still too long for me. But that was just more, you know, certain things that I, I had to get over with when I was when I was 
growing up, so to speak, back in my day, and we walked uphill both ways to school, and the wind always blowed in our face. Now, um, now I would enjoy it much more. It is much more of a spectacle. It is much more coverage. Thankfully, back then, very few people saw my sweat-soaked self trying to speak coherently at the time. So was that 2006 when you went to Media Days? Is that right? Uh, yes, that is correct. So I found a photo of you that I oh think God. they used. That I think they used not only for like the website back then, but I think they used it as like the the photo oh that they that they used. And and so once we release this on Twitter, uh, I'm gonna subtweet it with the picture that I found of you. So people are gonna have to go to Twitter at JTESPN. Like you weren't smiling, man. There's no teeth coming out of your mouth. Oh, yeah. Like I don't doubt you, it. Yeah, you were, you're probably you, right. You were wearing a suit, though, with the blue tie. I'm looking at it right now, like a little off-blue uh, shirt underneath, a black suit. Um, but you did not look happy to take that picture, <laughs> I'm guessing. I also, I also, to this day, do not like dressing up. This is me dressing up. By the way, a V-neck, for those who don't know, <laughs> says I could have dressed up, but I chose not to. So that gotcha. it just, you know, it was, it was, it was an honor. Um, that maybe I didn't appreciate as much as I should at the time and or enjoyed. But I will it is tell what you, it man. Is. From 2006 to 2023, dude, I look like I've aged a lot, man. And I know people give us all kinds of shit on this show because, like, this <laughs> this eye, for some reason, looks like somebody punched me before. Like, I got dark eyes because I got three boys under the age of eight, and I don't deal with it as healthily, he healthy as Adam does with his 17 children. So, like, I, I got these black things under my eyes. I don't drink, like, at all. Mm -hmm. um, I quit doing drugs in college. So, uh, well, maybe, I don't know. Uh, I still take Tylenol a lot, uh, but oh, you know, okay. like these, these eyes here, man, I'm trying to like, yep. not look like somebody beat me up, but you know, you look very good from 06 to now. You don't look like you look like you got older, you know, more mature facial expression, but like, you don't look that much different, man. Well done. Well, I appreciate that. I am 15 pounds lighter than I was then. I'd like to be about 30 pounds lighter than I was at the big 12 media days, but that's what happens okay did i tell you i wrecked my bike we don't have to go down this rabbit yeah, hole i wrecked my bike you, my you hurt your hand yeah my shoulders all jacked up it's actually much better now but it looks like i've got this big hulk shoulder on this side thankfully this shirt covers it up and this is a normal shoulder i could start working out but i haven't worked out in about six weeks and i may be a regular at, you know dairy queen and burger king right now so that doesn't help but i'll get there Dude, I eat fast food every day of my life, okay? Like, there wow. isn't a day that goes by that I don't eat fast food, all right? Like, Why are they not sponsoring a, us? They should be sponsoring us. All of them need to. I literally <laughs> am an equal opportunity fast food consumer, right? Like, I will go wherever you need me to. They were smart. They built a Dairy Queen two blocks from my house. Oh, and so, like, man. I have to drive by it to get home. And it takes all the willpower in the world not to go eat some cheese curds and a blizzard. By the way, the best way to do a blizzard, and maybe you've done this before, you get a mini blizzard with double the stuff, okay? Ooh. So little ice cream, lots of treats. Uh, oh, try wow. it next time you go get yourself chocolate chip cookie dough, like double the cookie dough. Oh, my yes, gosh. Yes, no, even, yes. no even need for ice cream. Just give me the straight-up cookie dough, man. Exactly, man. Exactly. All right, so uh, we found out that Adam was a lot more of an introvert then than he is now, and we found out that he was a lot fatter then than he is now. <laughs> No, I'm fatter now. It was just more muscle back then, so I weighed more. <laughs> so he That's was much was. more stronger then than yes, he is yes, now. Yes. Uh, so I'm sure many of the guys going to media days now are going to look back 15 years from now and say, well, those were the glory days where we only mm -hmm. had 17,000 cameras at us at our media yep. days. Now there's all these others. But it is Big Ten media days this week. So how do you want to do this, Adam? Do you want to go 
every other you want to go all in a row rapid fire shoot them fast shoot them slow what do you want to do here so am, i'm confused am i the big east coaches or are you the big east coaches big 10 east coaches i'm sorry i'm the big 10 east coaches okay good because you said i was the oh crap. I, I thought no, you were the no, big no, 10 no, i take that back you're the okay. big ten, wait 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 east start coach. over you're yeah. the big 10 east coaches you're asking the questions to the big 10 west coach okay now we're on the same page there i want to start go. out and how about okay. we how about i do all the west because you're the west and i'll be yeah. all the east and then you go all right sounds all good. right sounds good. so i'm adam carrick of the big 10 show here we are with brand new head coach for wisconsin mr luke fickle all right luke here's my question for you why are you changing wisconsin's offense which has been so successful for so long and fits your recruiting abilities. All right, to a more spread passing attack, I have always said Wisconsin's offense just needs a quarterback that actually matters. They had it for one year in Russell Wilson. Why don't you just run the option? Why don't you just pass the ball a little bit more? What are you doing, Luke? All right, so I think a lot of times in, in life, people get stuck in their ways, and they find themselves behind the eight ball. And I'm going to take a friend of mine, Elon Musk, for example, okay? And Elon is the innovator that's created Tesla and has now bought Twitter. And he could have stuck with the bird, and he could have gone with the blue symbol, and he could have done all of that. But he decided we're going to make some money. We're going to get rid of the bots. We're going to start charging for Twitter blue, and we're going to go to X, okay? We're going to go to X, all right? Throw them bows, baby. I right, what up, Nebraska? So listen, so listen, um, at Wisconsin, I think that we have missed out a lot of times uh on on athletes that we typically could have got but they knew the style of offense we had wouldn't fit their skill set i'm going after everybody's players right like i'm going to the southeast i'm going out west wisconsin is a great football program and now we can get great football players that are athletic that can stretch the field and we're going to do things a little different doesn't mean that we're not going to have a great offensive line a great defensive line but we're going to have playmakers on the outside and have a different philosophy offensively. It worked for me at Ohio State. It worked for me definitely at Cincinnati. And I believe it's going to work for us here at Wisconsin as well. Shout out to the X. Dude, that was a great answer. And I did not know that Luke Fickle and Elon Musk were such close friends. That's that's Tight. what I took away from Tight. there. All right. drives a Tesla every day in Madison. All right, now I'm speaking to Iowa head coach, Mr. Kirk Ferentz. Here's my question to you, Mr. Ferentz. Don't Why ask don't... me about my son. Don't ask me about my son. <laughs> I was going to, but I'm trying to do something a little bit different. So I'm going to indirectly ask you. Good about job, this. Adam. Good job. Why don't you change up your offense and join the 21st century with your scheme? You has you scored seven points versus an FCS team, six points versus Illinois, where the yes is silent, and seven points versus your in-state rival Iowa State, and you got held to 17 points by the mighty Black Shirts on Black Friday. Why don't you join the 21st century and actually change up your scheme? Now I heard earlier today that my that my <laughs> cohort <laughs> that my cohort at Wisconsin said that you need to change things up so you don't get stuck in your ways. But I have a different philosophy. My philosophy <laughs> is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I don't know if you know this, Adam, but last year we went five and four in the Big Ten. That means we were second in the Big Ten West. We were one game away from making it to the Big Ten Championship. And if you know something about us, Adam, we make big bowls regardless of how many points we score on the scoreboard. Listen, my son, little whippersnapper there, Ferentz, he's changed things up a lot. It's going to look a little different, but we're still a bread and butter, run the football, score 17 points, and beat you up in the trenches. And as long as I'm head coach at Iowa until 2064, we will continue to run the football and not change our philosophy. Thank you for the question, Adam.
I look forward to seeing baby Ferentz's offense score three points a game. All right, Mr. <laughs> PJ Fleck. This is Adam Carricker of the Big Ten Show. I'm happy to be here with you. My question is, where exactly are you rowing the boat to? Adam, Just you look great today, Just man. Kidding. You look really awesome. Just kidding. All right. Oh, I was going to say, that's a great question, sir. Great no. question. Go ahead. What's your question, Adam? What's your Here's question? My... Here's my serious question. Can you overcome the brutal schedule in front of you? Okay, you have more talented, more explosive type guys, especially on offense. Okay, can you finally break through and do what you have not done before and make it to Indy in the Big Ten Championship game? Well, I'm glad you asked about rowing the boat, Adam, because I think, Adam, you look like a guy that could definitely row the boat for us back in the day and today as well. You look like you could take some oars and really get us upstream. Now, listen, when we say row the boat, it doesn't just mean that we're just going to row the boat. It means we can go upstream, downstream, left stream, right stream, whatever stream we need to go, Adam. So when we have a tough schedule, you know what we do? We row the boat through some very treacherous waters. It's like we're out there in the rapids in your neck of the woods in Colorado. We're going to continue to do things and do things our way. Listen, the schedule is tough. We can't. I tell my guys all the time, we don't make the schedule. We just have to navigate it. And sometimes like those rapid waters that we're rowing the boat through, we have to go through some very difficult times. And listen, I feel like losing Mo last year is going to be a big, big hole we have to fill. If we can't figure out our run game, we're going to find ourselves in those tre treacherous waters. But listen. I am P.J. Fleck, and I motivate as well as anybody in the Big Ten. And I'm going to rely on that this year with some young guys taking over some roles. Listen, we had a lot of guys that were 18-year seniors that were going through their COVID years at the offensive line. They're now gone. We have to have some young guys step up, and I'm relying on those young guys. Did you look at our recruiting classes lately, Adam? Much better than my predecessors. So I feel like those guys are going to be the reason why we roll the boat through those treacherous waters. By the way, Adam, great question. I think you could row some boats for us up here in Minneapolis. Oh man, I don't. I don't think I could ever match that PJ Fleck uh, impression right there. That was great. All right, I want to hear Matt Rule. All right, Matt Rule. I'm one of your proud former alumni, a proud Husker. All right, what makes you so special? What makes you the guy that'll bring Nebraska back to being a contender? Listen, I think I've done it before at Temple. I did it at Baylor. And let me tell you, the resources at Baylor and at Temple combined don't equal half the resources that I have now at Nebraska. And by the way, Adam, I'm glad you, you asked me this question on the Big Ten Show. Much better than Character Chronicles, the other show that you host, because you got that Jeff Turn guy on with you here. Uh, I'll tell you this right now. Uh, we're, getting, we're getting back there. It's going to take some time, but I really believe that my special sauce of what's been able to work in these rebuilds is going to be probably two or three steps farther along simply based on what I have to operate with. I went into a bear kitchen. I had no groceries in Baylor and I was able to cook up a four-star meal. I got groceries now and it's going to be a five-star meal eventually. And I'm leaning on the past to people like you, great Tommy Frazier, the wonderful uh, coach Tom Osborne. I'm going to utilize those people that have been successful before and implementing my own style and together collectively, collectively, I think we could do it. I don't want to do it on my own. I'm not going to be able to do it on my own, but I believe Nebraska is a very special place. We have a long way to go to get to Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State and even some of the others in the middle of the pack. But I believe that I have a, a track record that shows in college football, let me be specific, in college football, I can get it done. So I think the Husker fans should have some faith and watch. We're going to be better this year on the football field. I can promise you that. Well, I want to thank you, Coach Rule, for bringing up the Character Chronicles. I am not pestered by Jeff Turn, where the H is silent, on that show each and every day. It returns August 1st, I might add. August 1st, Character Chronicles. August 15th, the website, characterchronicles.com, comes back. Thank you for opening that door. And no you did problem. a slight, slightly above average job with the answer. Now, Brett Bielema. All right, here's my question for you, Coach Bielema. 
Why were you so good at Wisconsin and Illinois so far, but so bad at Arkansas? Really? We're going to bring up my past mistakes. Adam, let me tell you. Yes, yes. I've watched some tape of you at Washington, Boom. and it, it wasn't was as good as it was at, at St. Louis it was, or what it, it was. It, when, it, when you were at Nebraska, so it was great. It was I'm going to tell you right now, we all have our moments where we weren't as good as we once were. But listen, sometimes you need a third chance, and it's not the second chance that gives you the opportunity to be at your best. And I just think the Big Ten fits me better. Uh, the SEC just wasn't for me. I didn't feel at home all the time at Arkansas. I feel at home here at Illinois. And I, I also think, too, that some of the recruiting circles that I had at Wisconsin, I've been able to dive back into – here at Illinois, and it's really helped pick up and and really get that recruiting going. And we all know recruiting's the lifeblood of college football. Our recruiting's been better here at Illinois, and I think just a few wins too. It, it re-energizes a fan base that I know we don't have the same numbers as Ohio State and Michigan on every given Saturday, but we do have a passionate fan base, and I think that that is is rejuvenated. And uh, listen, man, guys like playing for me. I don't know what it is, but they like playing for me. And they like playing for me right now at the Illini, so uh, things are in a good place here in Illinois. All right. Slightly above average job right there. Ryan Walters, head coach of Purdue. Purdue has historically been known for their offense. Drew Brees, et cetera, et cetera. But you're a defensive guy. Your former head coach just took all the credit for your defensive success last year at Illinois. All right. Illinois, you had the number one scoring defense in the country. You were number two in takeaways and number three in yards per play and top 10 and third down stops percentage. Which unit will be your stronger unit this season, offense or defense? I think it's going to be our defense, and that's a good thing because our offense is going to be really good as well. So if our defense can match that or eclipse that, we're going to find ourselves in a position again where we can go to the Big Ten Championship game, and maybe that, that outcome is different than it was last year. And I felt like at moments looking back at the tape, we had moments where we were going back and forth early in that game and then the, the separation at the end as far as the final score. And I wasn't a part of that group then, but I believe if we get back to that moment and our defense is as good as our offense, you won't see the kind of numbers offensively put up against us as we did in that Big Ten championship game. Listen, Purdue may historically be an offensive school, but there's some good football players in the state of Indiana, some good guys on the defensive side. And we recruit pretty darn well for Purdue in the state of Indiana. So I feel – like with that and my philosophies and schematics that we'll be in a position to match our offense, which has historically been good, including last year. We got a little bit of a quarterback battle that's been going on the last couple of years, and it's worked out in our favor when we picked the right guy. This year, I think it's no different. I really like what we can do, and I think defensively, we have to elevate our level to our offense. We're going to have a really balanced football team. There is a lot of really good, really good talent. Uh, football town in the state of Indiana, especially in South Bend. All right, now, Northwestern Athletic Director and Northwestern President, Derek Gregg and Michael Schill. What are your thoughts on sexual harassment type hazing? Hey, let me tell you, I can't comment on current we're litigation. We're a private university. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Adam. Try to sneak that in there. We're a private right, university. Right. Can't comment. No comment. All right, stack of books, you. I'll, I'll be nice to you. All right, who in the world is going to, honestly, who in the world is going to want to be the, head, the next head coach of the University of Northwestern? That's a serious question for you. Here, here's, here's the answer to that. Have you seen the $800 million facility that we're building? Have you seen the shores of Chicago? Have you seen how many people, when we are good, want to support us financially at Northwestern? Listen, Adam. You went to Nebraska, you know about resources, and we're building resources at a university that is all about academics and excellence on the field. 
We got to do better. That's clear with what's currently going on. But with the resources that we have, and listen, on a Saturday when Ohio State comes to town or Michigan comes to town and we have a good football team on the field against them in that state-of-the-art facility, people are going to like it. And have you seen our athletic facilities outside of that with regards to training? It is top-notch, man. We are utilizing the technology that many of our wonderful Northwestern student-athletes have created over the years. and We're implementing it into what we have now at Northwestern. Listen, it's going to take some time. We're not going to flip the switch and be a, a Big Ten contender but we're putting the foundation in place to be better on and off the field. So I can tell you, if somebody wants to make some good money and be a head coach, right now we're making a lot of money in the Big Ten. They can come make it here at a wonderful institution academically and on the field. Well, my advice would be to keep the student newspaper as far away from there as you possibly can. <laughs> yeah, that All is right, true, your man. turn. That your is turn, good. Hey, that is honestly, good. That is Honestly, I don't know what else you could have done with that Northwestern question. You did about yeah. as good as you could possibly hey, do with man. that one. No that comment on the litigation. I can just tell you about our nice facility <laughs> that, was, that we're building. That was a tough one. All right, go ahead. The, the Big Ten Show brought to you by Jacobson Seed Co., your hybrid advantage. As we said, they produce offensive linemen in the Big Ten. On the field. That's the field where you grow your seeds, man. Check them out. 50 pounds more per bushel with the hybrid advantage. Check out Jacobson Seed Co., uh, listen, Adam, uh, we're going to start with the team that finished seventh in the Big Ten East and work our way to the top. We're going to start with Rutgers. So, Mr. Greg Schiano, over the years you have used the phrase ha, uh, chopping wood. So I ask you this, as I am Jeff Turner from the Big Ten Show, how do you get back to chopping wood when the Big Ten East is loaded? Well, here's what you do. <laughs> you grab a big giant axe, you head into the woods, you find the biggest, baddest tree, and you just start whacking away. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with football, but I did it once here at Rutgers, and I'll do it again. Oh, by the way, we do not take knees to end games, if you remember my NFL career. If somebody That's else right. takes a knee, our D-alignment are going to hit him right in the mouth. That's right. Next question. I like that. That's good. I'm, I don't know if that's going to get them more wins because they lost five in a row at the end last year, but I hope for Rutgers fans they do. And they start off with not like a terrible schedule, but like it gets murderous row after that. I've literally uh, never seen Greg Schiano answer a question. I, don't, I have no idea if that impression's on or not. So I, I like it. I just know he's like an intense it. guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to Indiana head football coach Tom Allen, not to be confused with Tim Allen next. How do you close the gap in state? between you and the team that went to the Big Ten Championship a year ago in Purdue? I think you got to start there if you want to start climbing up the ranks. How do you close that gap with Purdue? Well, you know, we were good about three years ago. Struggled since then, just a smidge. Hopefully we can get back to where we once were, maybe score some points. I don't know why it looks like we have a cactus on the side of our helmet, but we do. <laughs> and Purdue, they got a new head coach and a brutal schedule. They're not even on my radar. I'm going straight for Notre Dame. They're not, they're not in the Big Ten, but that's okay. I don't know the last time we played them. That doesn't matter either. We're going to be better, and that's all I got. I like that. I like that. Forget forget Purdue. We're coming for Notre Dame. Forget Purdue. All right, next we're going to Michigan State. Head football coach Mel Tucker. First year, Mel, you, you had a tremendous season. and got you a contract extension, paid you a lot of money last year. Not so much. How do you justify your salary versus the results? 
just like that. Oh, sorry. I'm busy making it rain. I'm sorry. I'm, am I supposed to coach football at some point in time? Honestly, I did okay at Colorado. I'm really not sure why they paid me so much, but it really doesn't matter because I got dollar-dollar bills, y'all. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go up to Michigan. We're going to start a fight before the game, after the game, in the locker rooms, outside the locker rooms. I don't know if we're going to win, but we're going to fight. One way or the other, they're going to bring an octagon down. Dana White's going to be there. He's going to cut a promo. Then Brock Lesnar's going to come out of nowhere. He's going to F5 Jim Harbaugh. Again, we might win or lose the football game. But this is what's going to happen in between, you know, sometime at halftime before the game, after the game. I don't know when. And in the meantime, make it rain, y'all. <laughs> Michigan State, 3-6 and six last year in the Big Ten. 5-7 and seven overall. Mel Tucker makes a lot of money. They got to play better football than that. Next, we're going to go to Maryland. Mike Loxley, good to see you, Mike. Had a historic season for your resume last year. Eight and five overall, four and five in the Big Ten, fourth in the Big Ten East. What is the ceiling for this program this year and beyond? Well, let me tell you something, brother. I don't know why Hulk Hogan <laughs> just came out. Well, let me tell you something, brother. We got these 24-inch pythons, and what you gonna do when our NASCAR helmets run wild on you? We almost beat Ohio State. It was a dream, and then I woke up, because of course we didn't. But the ceiling? Hey, we went to the Orange Bowl. In 2000, 23 years ago, brother, I slammed Andre the Giant in 1985 or 88 or 89. I don't remember. I tore every muscle in my back. I've had 13 back surgeries since. You know what we're going to do? We're going to go eight and four because that's what we're going to do in the Orange Bowl. We'll get there in another 20-some years. Obviously, it won't be a year when the CFP is there, but we'll be there at some point. All right, that's good. That's a good ceiling. That's a big ceiling down the road. 23 years from now, that's a good ceiling to go to. Let's go next to James Franklin, 11-2 and two Penn State a season ago. James, I got to ask you about your quarterback. How does the, the potential play of your quarterback even the playing field against Ohio State and Michigan, two teams you're chasing and two teams that you play this year? Well, let me tell you something as I adjust my glasses. We got, one of the most, we, we, got, we got one of the most talented quarterbacks in the country, highly recruited, hasn't played hardly at all because we played our 85th-year senior last year. We got about 18 running backs that are all talented, so they're going to end up transferring because they can't all get the ball enough. But here's the deal. We play absolutely nobody outside of uh, Ohio State and Michigan. And so because of our easy, soft schedule, we're going to be ahead of Ohio State this year. Now, as far as Michigan, we're going to play them close, and then they're going to run for 1,500 yards in the fourth quarter just like they did last year. But somehow we're going to find a way to win. We're going to win the Big Ten East. We're going to go to the Rose Bowl or the CFP or whatever. We're going to do something, but here's the deal. We have a really talented team in all seriousness. we got an easy, soft schedule, and we're going to take advantage of it. And somehow we're going to leapfrog Ohio State, and we're going to be right there with Michigan. And whether we show up in the fourth quarter or not of next year's game, I have no idea. But Maybe your quarterback can help out. Maybe your quarterback can help out with that, James. Maybe we'll put in the triple option. They won't know what hit them. There you go. Uh, let's get next to Ohio State. Ryan Day is joining us now on the Big Ten Show, brought to you by Jacobson Seco. Listen, Ryan, I don't want this question to be insulting because you've had so much success and you're a perennial national champion contender. But are you guys a sleeping giant in 2023? You just lost C.J. Stroud and others. We're always good. We're the most talented team in the Big Ten. How dare you insult me with this question? <laughs> did you not see what we did to Georgia? We beat them. Had they not called timeout right before the fake punt? We had them beat. We had them on the ropes. Did you see what they did to TCU? 5,000 and negative 400. It was an embarrassing national title game. My question is this. Jim Harbaugh, the khakis, I just can't handle it. Every year, <laughs> they just smack me right in the face with the khakis. The fourth quarter, just like Penn State, what are we going to do in that fourth quarter? Hopefully it doesn't snow. I really hope it doesn't snow. I still have nightmares about Aiden Hutchinson. But we're the most talented team. 
somehow, some way, we're going to finish second in the Big Ten East. Final question to Jim Harbaugh, head coach at Michigan. Two-parter. Do you have any other colored khakis other than khaki? And number two, how do you get your team not to be complacent with the recent success you've had the last couple of years? Pardon me while I finish ironing my khakis. I got my khaki <laughs> shorts, I got my khaki pants, and I got my khaki jorts. These are my jorts. I'm personally – let me slip them on real quick. <clears throat> I could be in my underwear for all you know. All right, so here's the deal. Glad that I don't know. You know what we're going to do? Yeah. We're going to beat Ohio State again. Of course. We're going to beat them up. We're going to lay the smack down. We're going to stomp a mud hole in them and walk a dry just like we always do. They're soft. They're fast. They're talented, but they're soft. Penn Jim, State. Do you, have, do you have amnesia? It's been only two years that you've won in a row. I'm just, I'm just making sure. You're only as good as your last two games versus Michigan. That's all I know. There you go. That's good. Penn State, they're the little brother to our little brother. They're like the rejected <laughs> stepbrother. We're not worried about Penn State. And, of course, once we get to that Big Ten championship game, it doesn't matter who we play. We're going to win 50 to nothing, and then we're going to lose in the first round of the college football playoffs because it's what we do. Now, how do, wow. we, how do we stop from being complacent? I'm working on that. Okay, that's I, good. You got time. I, I'm working on that, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to beat the stepbrother to our stepbrother, and then we're going to beat our little brother, and then we're going to go to the Big Ten championship. We're going to go to the CFP, and hopefully, 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 we can actually stop the other team for once because Georgia ran all over us a couple years ago. TCU scored 1,000 points. Our defense will be better. I promise you this. I promise there you, you go. There you go. Live shot from the, the media days before the media days happen here on the Big Ten Show. Well done, man. I like the iron the catch. You do. I, like, I was cheesing I out. Man. That was good. Came. I don't know where Hogan came from. That legit just – I just started talking and it came out, dude. <laughs> I'd love to see Mike Loxley actually do a Hulk Hogan, man. Maybe we That'd can get awesome. him to do that if we have him one day on the show. Real quick before I get you out of here, man, Joe Milton, former Michigan quarterback, preparing for his first full year at Tennessee as the starting quarterback. He was at SEC Media Days in Nashville last Thursday. Asked about his experience in the Big Ten with Michigan as it compares to the life in the SEC. And I'll paraphrase here, but he said the difference between the Big Ten and the SEC, when I was at Michigan, we had my guy Aiden Hutchinson. In the SEC, it's guys his size the whole time. That's the whole D line. He went on to say, guys, they may be 200-plus, right, but they're running. Those guys are running. He talked about them catching him much faster in the SEC versus that of the Big Ten. He said, for example, my first, let's say, big SEC game, I won't mention who it was, but I was running. I saw the goal line. I was so happy. I'm thinking that I'm going to score, right? I just feel a big old hand come across my visor. I just went with it. At the same time, I was thinking, this game is real. Those guys in the SEC can run, and they're fast. What do you think about his comparison, uh, especially sort of on the defensive line there, from guys in the SEC to the guys in the Big Ten? I'm not surprised. Whatever conference you're in, you're going to, to use a wrestling term, put that conference over, so to speak. So every year when we go play an SEC team in the bowl game, we played Ole Miss when they still had Eli Manning. We played Auburn in the Cotton Bowl my senior year. It was always, oh, the Big Ten's big and slow versus the SEC has all this speed. That's always the narrative. So, of course, he's in the SEC, so he's going to put over the SEC conference, and he's going to talk about the speed. It's just like the Rose Bowl back in the day. The Big Ten was always big and slow. Okay, and the, if you're a Big Ten guy, the Pac-10 guys or Pac-12 guys were always fast and soft. So to me, this doesn't surprise me at all. By the way, 200 pounds is not very big for a D lineman. But I get the point he was trying to make. He said 200 He's put plus. Us. He said That's 200 like plus. a safety maybe. I don't know. It's a fat <laughs> corner. Um, I get what he's fat trying corner. to say, though. But my, yeah. uh, but my point is simply this. He's going to put over the conference he's in, and whenever ever anyone talks about the SEC, they talk about speed. So this is none too surprising to me. What about you? 
I, I think he's right on point, man. I think it, it, it's reflected in the NFL draft uh, at, at those position groups when you see the defensive line numbers and the offensive line numbers and even linebackers, man. I mean, that just so fast. And NFL guys start salivating over that when they're, when they're trying to evaluate them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that doesn't always mean – like, and I think the one thing, too, you may, you may agree with me on this, Adam, but um, sometimes you may have all the athleticism and the speed, but you're not a smart football player. And I think you get some really smart football players in the Big Ten that may not have the same athleticism as those in the SEC – but uh, they find that they find themselves having ten-year-long careers in the NFL after having really successful careers at you know pick whatever Big Ten school you want as well. So yeah, I think you're right too. I mean, I, if I'm in a conference now that I that I wasn't in before, I'm not going to be like, yeah, these guys are easy, man. And then that's why I'm playing so good. <laughs> you know, like yep. it just makes you sort of you know dilute your your success. So uh, interesting. We'll get some great quotes, I'm sure, this week that we can react to next week from Big Ten Media Days, but none better than the answers that we just gave you here on the yeah. Big Ten Show. Top Again, notch. the Big Ten Show brought to you by Jacobson Seed Co. JacobsonSeed.com. For all your seed needs, the hybrid advantage, check them out. I promise you, you'll have better luck in the fields and you'll be able to watch those on the field to play more because your seeds will be working for you. All right, Adam, I'll look forward to next week. We will chat then. We'll have plenty to react to as another page has turned here on the Big Ten Show. Check us out, iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Thanks to all of you who continue to watch the show. The numbers are growing because of each and every one of you. Have a wonderful week, y'all. We'll check in next week.